Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Talk Recorded right. live. Good evening, School of Deliverance students. Those of you online, again, I appreciate your patience with us. We um we just had an extended uh, school of prayer. We had a lot of questions about speaking in tongues, and so we had to take a little bit of time to get into that. But nevertheless, we're going to get started, and I do appreciate your patience. So you should have your workbook entitled School of Deliverance Class 2. Um, it is accessible on your School of Deliverance Classroom. The uh, updated version, Class 2, has been posted, and you can go ahead and either view that online or you can download it. So tonight, we are talking about um, psychic prayers. <laughs> we're talking about psychic prayers. We're talking about uh, the difference between psychic and intercessory prayers. And then we're going to look at um, charismatic witchcraft. So God bless us as we get through that and, um, and get on through the word tonight. So um, what is a psychic prayer? All right. What is a psychic prayer? We're at the top of page two. A psychic, well, first of all, God has given man free will, right? Many um, verses in the scripture state, um, the Lord says, choose you to say who you will serve, if you obey me, if, if, if. Um, so God gives us a choice. Even he said, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. So God always gives us a choice. He never forces us to serve him. He never forces us to do anything. You hear some people say, oh, if I don't preach, God's going to kill me. No, if you don't preach, God has somebody else who will take the message and run it, okay? So um, he's given us a choice. Of course, he wants us to choose him, but at the end of the day, you know, that, that, that's our prerogative. So God has given unto man free will. We are free moral agents. This means that we can do what we want, what we want, where we want, and with whom we want, okay? It's our thing. We can do what we want. Um, no one can force us against our will to make a decision. Not even God will force you. Amen? Um, uh, uh, we we have to, um, every day we make a choice to do the right thing, okay? At the moment of salvation, there or at birth, according to Romans 12, 3, every man is dealt a measure of faith. Sometimes y'all hear us talk about the measure of faith. And then you hear the talk about the seed faith and the, I mean, the mustard seed faith and the um, mountain movement faith, the great faith. Well, at birth, every man is born with a measure of faith. And what that measure of faith does, it gives them just enough to hear the gospel message and to make an intelligent decision. That's found in Romans 12, 3, 4. I say to the great uh, given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, but think of soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So when the gospel message is preached, that, that measure of faith is, is there, and God, they were, they were, no matter how Disturbed they may be in their mind. That measure of faith will clear their path, their mental capacity just long enough for, the, for them to hear the gospel message and to make a decision, okay? Now, of course, the decision is ours to make. And even when we come to Christ, when we say, okay, yes, I accept the Lord, we have to accept the Lord. We have to invite the Lord in. Okay, God gave us dominion in the earth. I said this last week. 
and I say this often, that spirits cannot roam this earth legally. They are illegal. That's why a demon has to use somebody. And that's why God, even his Holy Spirit, has to use somebody. Okay? Matter of fact, the word spirit, breath, um, the word spirit and breath is the same word, Nima. It's the same word. Okay? So the spirit of God wants to use you, and the spirit of the enemy wants to use you. So it's every day we have to make a, a choice of which spirit we yield to. Okay? So I say all of that just to build the foundation in psychic prayer that God gives you the right to choose. But when you have someone who is operating in a psychic prayer, they pray to take that will away from you so that you can conform to what they want. Okay? This is a form of witchcraft. So every day is set before us as choices which lead to life or death. Um, and, and, you know, I even put here, too, that, you know, people say, well, God took them to hell. No, our choices sent us to hell. Okay? It's not God's will for any of us to perish. But our choices are that which causes us to lose our souls. So um, our rebellion, our disobedience, and so forth sent us to hell. So if God does not enforce us to choose him, neither can we enforce anybody else to choose our will for their life. And that, that's what the foundation of a psychic prayer is. Okay? It's praying a prayer. Prayer, okay, that forces someone to do something that they have said no, they don't want to do, it is against their will to do, and you're still trying to conform and try to mentally manipulate their will. That's what witchcraft is, the manipulation of a person's mind, will, and emotions. That's that's all witchcraft is, the manipulation of someone's mind, will, and emotions. So when we talk about psychic prayer, um, a psychic prayer is a prayer or a set of words, so they don't have to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to control so-and-so. It's just a set of words. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, 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 an utterance made from that person's soul, just like your prayer, right? From the, I, David said, you know, I cry with all of my heart. The same thing. It's just that with the, this type of prayer, it's fueled by demons. This is the type of prayer that's fueled by demons. So a psychic prayer is a prayer or a set of words uttered against someone to cause pressure on their mind to conform to your will or to your way. It is a leg of witchcraft, which I said earlier, that even believers are functioning in. All right? And this is why we're going to look at this because we want to make sure that when we pray, and especially when we're praying for loved ones that are walking contrary or people that have done us wrong, we want to make sure that we're not crossing the border. You want to make sure that you're praying a biblically-based prayer. Okay? Um, and, and so this will help us examine it. And if we've done that, we need to stop and repent quick. All right, because the curse comes along with it. We'll talk about that in a minute. So um, this can be done. This is a, a leg of witchcraft that many believers are functioning in. This can be done by people who are supposed to be praying for you. But instead of praying, P-R-A-Y, they're P-R-E-Y-I-N against you. So they're praying, but they don't really want what's best for you. They want what they want for you. Okay? And so we, gotta, we have to be I'm telling you, it's a very thin line, people. It's a very thin line. Um, this is done by people who are supposed to be praying for you but are ultimately praying on you. These prayers are prayed to manipulate and control your actions, your conduct, your behavior. It is a prayer sent with the wrong motive. It's not for you to prosper. It's not for you to do well unless you're doing well by their terms. Um, it, it's sent with the wrong motives. Uh, they can, <laughs> you can't make anybody love you. Oh, God, make them love me. You cannot make nobody love you. God won't even make you love him. Y'all laughing? This is true. You know what I'm saying? People, why he won't love me? He won't make them love me. If he, let me, if you got to force him to love you, you're going to have to force him to stay with you. You understand what I'm saying? 
So, so you cannot force anybody to love you. You can't force somebody to change their mind about you. You can't force somebody to hire you. You cannot force people against their will. That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. So these are soulish prayers which end up in charismatic witchcraft, which my definition is doing church without God. Now, let's look at what David said in Psalm chapter 7, verses 1 through 2. He said, O Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me, lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. Now, this is a form of a psychic uh, warfare that David was going through to where this thing, listen, now in the first verse, and I think next week we're going to be dealing with schizophrenia and, and things of that nature. I started studying it, but it was too much to do tonight. So we'll have that ready for next week. But in the first verse, David says, Lord, I put my trust in you and, and save me from all of them that deliver me. Then in the second verse, he says, they tear me apart. So you, something happened between verse 1 and verse 2 with the people that were persecuting David. And the first verse, he's saying, Lord, I put my trust in you. God save me, deliver me, and, and, and for them, those that persecute me. But in the second verse, David starts to feel some type of um, psychic attack now to the point he feels ripped apart. And that's what a psychic prayer, it comes to tear you apart, not physically, but you, you, your decisions now are colored. You, I thought I wanted this, but now all, you become bipolar. And I don't mean clinically bipolar. You know what I'm saying? You become double-minded. First you made your mind to do this, now you got some pressure on your mind. Now you're just going to do whatever just, just to get out of the mess. Sometimes you make a decision just for relief. And so this, this, this psychic warfare that comes against a person's mind, he said, because they, these are coming from people who persecute you. This is what, this is what the, the, the root of it was, people who were persecuting David. They, had, they made him no good. And he was asking God for deliverance from them. By the time David got to verse 2, David said, I feel like my, he said, they are, he said Let, they tear my soul like a lion and tear it in pieces. So this is how uh, um, strong these prayers and these uh, psychic warfare attacks were against David to the point he felt like his soul was being ripped apart, shred in pieces. And then the last part of verse 2, he said, wow, there's none to deliver. Something shifted in David's mind so he felt like nobody would help him. And just those two verses. Now, you know, in the first school of prayer, we talked about um, the shadow, the Psalms 91, and we looked at the different types of mentalities that people go through. But in, just, in these two verses, you find that David went from, Lord, you are my trust. Save them, me from those, from my persecutors, and deliver me. The second verse he said, he said, unless they tear my soul like a lion, unless they rip it in pieces, and then there's none. He said, wow, there's none to deliver. David, this, uh, this warfare came against his mind so strong, he felt ripped in pieces. He felt double-minded. He felt like he couldn't be stable, and he felt like he was, there was none to deliver him. He felt lonely. He felt just, uh, full of despair. Look at what happens here. David had people coming against him and persecuting him. He said they came to tear him in pieces. He cried out to God for help. But in his prayer, we learned something about the effects of a psychic prayer. In being persecuted, he felt like his soul was being torn, ripped in pieces, and mentally he felt as if he was alone and there was nothing to deliver. So when you are under a psychic prayer, your mind feels pressure. You feel like your soul is being divided in pieces to where you cannot make a conscious decision and stay with it. One day, well, I ain't going to go. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should go. Well, yeah. Because you're under so much pressure. This person has set these prayers against you to put this pressure on your mind to cause you to change your mind about the decisions that you're making. Check this out. In Hebrew, the word ren is the word, word parak. It means to break off or tear in pieces, to tear apart or away, to tear off, to break away, to tear away, to snatch, to rescue, to tear off, to tear from oneself, be broken off 
I'll be broken in pieces. And that's what David said. He said, lest they tear my soul like a lion, lest they tear me apart, lest they tear me in pieces. When somebody is praying a psyche prayer against you, you feel as if your entire life has hit rock bottom. And listen, you won't even know the source of it. All of a sudden, things just hit your house. You don't know where it came from, okay? Everything looks good. All your money looks good. All of a sudden, bam. All your, everything, everybody in your house is going fine. You end up having one argument with a person. The next thing you see, you got to learn how to design the root of it. All of a sudden, I was fine until I fell out with the sisters. Now, my car broke down. I lost my house. My husband walked away. You got to learn how to go to the root. Yes, the Bible says the curse does not causeless come. You have to find, when you, there are certain people, and I hate to say it, but it's true, and even in the body of Christ, when you fall out of relationship with them, would you, yes, when you fall out, they're going to pray some things to get you. Well, you know, I'm going to shut everything down. They ain't going to have nothing. People are like that. If you don't love me, ain't nobody going to love you. Psychic prayers even in relationships. So psychic prayers put mental pressure on a person that causes them to feel as if something is tearing at their soul. God designed the soul as an intersection between the natural and the spirit realm. A person with a psychic prayer tries to come in and invade that point right there, invade that place with their will and what they want to do. Now, we talked a little bit about intercessory prayer in the school of prayer. We talked about intercessory prayer is a godly prayer, interceding and asking God to, you know, through the Holy Spirit, God minister to this person, save them, deliver, what have you, Lord, and then go get them, raise somebody up, you know, because you want God, you want them saved. You want them delivered. Well, a psychic prayer is not that. A psychic prayer comes against the job. And, and, and they'll even call, there are people that will say, listen, Jesus said there were men that said, Lord, Lord, I did these things in your name. And he said, I don't even know you. They won't even say Father in Jesus' name. But the whole motive behind the prayer is wicked, demonic, and sensual. So don't be moved by Father in Jesus' name and amen. amen. It's the motive behind it. Uh, so a psychic prayer is a prayer that intercepts your will. It is a prayer that overrides your will. It is a prayer that causes you to bend down and serve another person in whatever capacity that they want. Let's look a little bit further. Page three. Uh, psychic prayer is an intentional, malicious attempt by the person praying to manipulate and control them by using your flesh to pierce your, by using their flesh, rather, to pierce your soul. Remember I said that the soul and the spirit is the intersection. Well, they're trying to get in there. They're trying to get in there to manipulate your decisions, manipulate your emotions. While you're trying to pray that they do what you want, if a person, and I didn't even say you, but I was talking from a person, advantage of a person using prayer. When a person's praying, they're praying that you, when a person prays that you do what they want, it sends a force against you. Words and power, good words and bad words. Life and death in the power of the tongue, those who love it, eat the fruit of it. So even when somebody's praying, and I, I, there's a really good illustration right here in Luke chapter 6, with 19, uh, 6 chapter 19 that I love, love, love to pull on. Because if I speak a blessing over you, you will feel that blessing over your life. You will feel it. If I speak a curse over you, you'll feel that curse over your life. Luke chapter 6, verse 19. We talked about this last week. The whole multitude sought to touch him, but there went virtue out of him and healed him all. We're talking about Jesus. Remember when Jesus was in the crowd and everybody was pushing on him and throwing on him, but that woman reached out to touch him, right? That was one of your homework assignments. Well, listen to what happened. What happened? She touched him and something left him. Virtue left him. That word virtue is dunamis power. We talked about that extensively. So now if somebody can touch you, and pull power, can it not touch you and put something on you? Yes. Yes. Cannot not, can that not work the other way? So now let's look again in Luke chapter 8, 45 to 46, and Jesus said, who touched me? 
When all denied, Peter and they, they, they were with him said, Master, the multitude throng you and press you, and you say, who touched you? And Jesus said, yeah, somebody touched me because I perceived my strength left me. You see what I'm saying? And so you have fine folks that say, well, I don't believe in transferring spirits. You spirit trans, they move. The healing virtue that was contained in Jesus' garment was withdrawn from him to the point that woman manifested healing in her body. She was able to pull healing from Jesus. Now, if she can touch him, get that close to him and touch him and pull something, can somebody not get touched you and put something in? You know, I mean, that's Murphy's Law. What goes up comes down. So how do you write? So, so let me go back here. So the same way you can tell when your virtue has been released from you, you can tell when there's pressure on your mind that did not come from your ordinary trial, ordinary day. You can tell, I just don't feel, I can't get up out of my bed today. I just feel like something is heavy on me. I just feel something is just not right. How do you recognize a psychic prayer? You can identify a psychic form of prayer when it is prayed or spoken with wrong motivations for others to act, think, or do what you want. Like I said earlier, these prayers are fueled by demonic powers, and they will release demons to work against you. As, you, as a believer, you have to be armed against these fiery attacks against your mind by being rooted in the word. Discern when your stuff is off. Discern when your spirit is off. Discern when your atmosphere feels kind of funny. Sometimes when I'm home and I see someone kind of shoot past me, and I'm like, the blood of Jesus. You know, I don't even like, oh, that was one of the kids. No, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the kids at school. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to be watchful. You have to be sober. The Bible says be vigilant for your adversary. The devil, the devil as a roaring light, walks about seeking whom he may devour. So learn how to discern your atmosphere and, and learn how to trace the root back. I mean, you can bind and loose the devil all day long. But when you find certain things happening in your life, when everything was going good, all of a sudden something has shifted. Go back and say, okay, now, Lord, take me back. Did I fall out with somebody? I mean, that may not always be the case, but that may be the case. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, learn how to get quiet and go back and, and just examine some things. Examine some, some conversations and things and just see where there was a transfer. Just kind of see where the enemy might be trying to, to get in. So um, as a believer, we have to be warned, uh, armed, rather, against uh, these fiery attacks against your mind and rooted in the word, discern your atmosphere, know your spirit. Know your spirit, okay? Know when you feel pressure to do something that you, now you had already said, Charmaine, I told you no. I'm not going to 10 tents no more. I'm tired on crab legs. I got sick last week. I'm not going no more. Now she goes, Lord, let her go to, let her dream about crab legs. Let her, you know what I'm saying? That's a psychic prayer. Now all of a sudden, here I feel pressure to go to 10 tents. Hey, I ain't got the money for 10 tents. I don't even have the diaper. But you, that, that, that pressure, because she released the word. She released the words have power, okay? Words have power. I know we take it real lightly. But words have power. So when you are a victim of a psychic prayer, one of the things that you'll feel, which David talked about there earlier, you, you're going to feel something in your soul. You're going to feel a tearing. You're going to feel a war. You're going to feel something strange. One other thing you'll feel is tired of feet. And it ain't even to pray. You ain't your bills paid. Ain't nobody. You know, you just feel depressed for no reason. Just to pray. Heaviness. You can't get up. You feel like sleeping all the time. You want to know why? Because now the spirit is worn out against the flesh. Your spirit, your enemy is trying to fight off that psychic attack. And so you feel yourself tired. Sometimes you wake up tired. Sometimes I had this, um, I read a book, I can't remember who, who wrote that book. But there was this woman who, uh, this guy had liked her. He had, um, had, really, had really liked her, and he wanted to marry her. And she told him, no, she wasn't interested in him. What guy wasn't even her type. And he said, oh, you, he said, um, he said you're going to marry me. Right? You know, I got to say, oh, you're you, you going to marry me. So he told her, you're going to marry So this man started working psychic witchcraft against her. And what he did, he took her picture. And he started speaking over it. You're going to be my wife, and you're going to do so-called. She told testimony about it. 
He spilled all this stuff over her picture. So now, then he used astral projection, which we probably get to that later on. He used astral projection to come into a room at night to have relations with her. He messed this woman's mind up so bad, she started, they call it, put designs on her. He messed her mind up so bad, she started dreaming and desiring the man. So now, the next time he calls on her to go out to dinner, go out to date, she goes with him. She marries the man. The man abused her, almost killed her. You understand what I'm saying? Because it wasn't real love. There's a difference between love and lust. He just wanted to control. He wouldn't love her. He just wanted to control her. And this woman told her testimony how she got out of it. Praise God. But that's how that works, even in relationships. When you come into a relationship with somebody, you're trying to break away. Look, I don't want to be bothered. I, I, you know, but, oh, you can love me. God sent you my husband. God said, no, but that guy, he told me that. Amen. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't tell me that. So, uh, you know, I think I'm telling she wants to tell him, tell him God didn't tell you that. So Amen. don't let him speak that. Yes, don't let people speak. Oh, God said something. No, he did not. Amen. You know, Apostle Hopkins said somebody prophesied to him and told him, you're supposed to go in business with me. And he said, Lord didn't tell me. He said, well, well God told me. He said, well, he told me. <laughs> I mean, the man was literally waiting for him to go in business with him because God told him something. Wow. You understand? So you, you have to be very careful about what, when people say God said. Yeah. Because a lot of times, again, that's psychic, you know, psychic, psychic witchcraft, psychic prayer. And they're trying to pressure you. If you say no, no means no. Okay? I'm not interested. You're not my type. God didn't show me you. No. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to go. And, and then listen. Here's the thing now because we don't have to be afraid, right? God has given us a bit of fear. When you feel that, Bind it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Matter of fact, before we leave tonight, we're going to bind every form of psyche prayer, witchcraft prayer, any type of prayer to try to conform me to somebody's will and mind and motion. I bind, break, and loose myself from it in Jesus' name. One thing Paul said, he said, I know how to base, I know how to bow. He said, but I will not bring myself under the power of anything. You don't never give your power to nobody. Never. You don't never. It's one thing to submit, all right, according to the order of God. But there's another thing to where somebody just control your whole life. That's demonic. Even yeah. God don't say to brush your teeth. You know to brush your teeth. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, but some people are so controlling to get up. Don't, don't go to where they come in. I, I, I published a book for one of my clients. Um, it's about Jezebel. I forget the whole name of the book. But, um, man, she went through some things in her church. I mean, they told her what to take vacation. They told her what to do with her income tax refund. And, you know, I'm like, God. Yeah. 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 And when she came out of it, psyche warfare and prayer. She lost her job. Well, she went through so many things. I brought out, and she told a testimony. Powerful, powerful testimony. But um, Jezebel, which is, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, rooted in charismatic witchcraft, psychic prayer. All of these are lumped in. They're just different legs. One is a finger, one is a toe, but it's all the same thing. So, so, um, so you'll feel an eeriness or a coldness around you. Okay, you'll feel something in the atmosphere changing. Um, you may feel like something is watching you. Somebody trying to send something into your house. You feel like something is watching you. You feel like somebody's watching you while you are asleep, okay? Um, uh, uh, you feel like somebody, something is in the room with you. You feel like you feel a coldness, but it don't have nothing to do with the thermostat. You understand what I'm saying? Psychic prayer. These are, these are all manifestations of psychic prayer. You feel like a spiritual ice in this, and you know something is out, but you can't put your finger on it. All right? You feel anxiety and panic. You just fear for all of us. You're just scared of everything. Something is wrong. You become forgetful, you can't rest, you can't sleep at night, no matter how tired you are, every hour and hour. Now, I'm not talking about when God is calling you to pray. I'm talking about when you literally need to get your sleep, and some devil, somebody, you let the devil use them, sitting all kinds of stuff, don't let them get no sleep, wake them up, let them dream about me, let them love me, let them call me. And it's all, you'd be amazed. People are wicked. <laughs> People are wicked. People are wicked. Remember we talked about how the arrows by day and the terror by night? People send you, they will send terrors by night. We just sleep and you don't, don't and stop going to sleep without praying. Cover yourself in prayer before you go to bed. Yes, Lord. 
don't know what for. You sleeping in for somewhere, looking at your picture on Facebook, conjuring all kinds of stuff against you. Jesus. People will download your picture and work some mess over it. Okay? So you'll feel depressed. You'll feel sad. You don't know why. Because these are all psyches, right? The psyche, the mind. These are attacks against the mind. You feel confused. Now, normally that's not who you are. You know who you are. You know you are a sound-minded person. You are an orderly person. You got your stuff together. But all of a sudden, after you broke up with, with Eugene, praise God. Y'all don't know no Eugene, do y'all? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go, Leroy. After you break up with Leroy, you can't sleep. You can't eat. You know what I'm saying? You can't function. I mean, something, no. In the name of y'all, break the soul tie between me and Eugene. Or Leroy, whoever. I keep saying Eugene. Lord, save Eugene. In the name of Jesus. So, so arm yourself in the word. You know, arm, don't just let this thing continue to wear you down to the point to where you no longer have your own will. Well, I'm just going to go head on back to them because I can't sleep without them. I'm just going to go on back over there to that church because, you know, everything was wrong since I left. The devil is a lie. In the name of Jesus, I break and loose myself from every ungodly soul tie. Yes, Lord. Okay? Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 18, and say, Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the women who so match bands upon the wrist and make veils for the heads of persons of every stature and hunt for souls. That's what a psychic prayer It will hunt you down. It will find you. It will track you. That's why a lot of times you hear prayer, Lord, hide us, apostle. Hide us under your way. Hide us from evil observers. So people try to hunt you, try to track you in the spirit. They will hunt uh, Ezekiel said, will you hunt down souls belonging to my people and keep your own souls alive? So you see what this spirit does? It hunts people's souls down and traps them. And they use trinkets and amulets and things to do that. All right? So sometimes when you break relationship with people, God will tell you, get yourself back or burn whatever you got. Because you don't know what's connected to what some of that stuff. You the rings and stuff, get rid of it. Rings represent covenant. There's no covenant, you don't need a ring. So anyone who operates in the psychic prayer is operating in the spirit of a witch. So the father wants you to love him enough to change. It's just like a man wants his wife to love him and cherish him and, and, and obey him because she wants to. You know what I'm saying? When you're in a relationship with somebody, covenant, you want them to do for you and love you and care for you because they want to, not because you're forcing them to. Oh, you're going to love me? I'm going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, my God. <laughs> and, 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 and that's inordinate affection. You, you, that love won't be real. It's love based out of fear. It's not genuine love. Exodus 19.5. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you should be a peculiar treasure unto me. So you find that in God's love, it's, it's conditional. He gives you a choice. If you do this to me, I'll take care of you. If you love me, and, uh, keep my commandments. If you hearken diligently, then I'll do all these, these things. But a psychic prayer is not that. A psychic prayer is you're going to do what I want you to do. You're going to do what I want you to do. That's what a psychic prayer It wants to control and manipulate your life. So who answers psychic prayers? I'm in the middle of page four. Psychic prayers are powered by the works of the flesh. These are not prayers for God's will, but they're prayers for that person's will. Demons will assist in carrying out the words that were spoken in a psychic prayer. Because somebody's going to govern that word, and it's certainly not the Holy Ghost. You may find your finances impacted, your employment may be impacted. Demons will attack the marriage, attack your health. Um, uh, 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 prayer that, what's that? Prayer that asks somebody to be punished. Yeah, prayers that's asking somebody to be punished is equivalent to a worker. Never pray of punishment. God, that's God's job to punish. He said, vengeance is mine. I will pay. That's why Jesus said, he said, look, don't curse those who misuse you. He said, bless them and curse not. Because he understood the principle of that. You don't want to stoop down to that level. 
Somebody did you wrong, Father, in Jesus' name. I lift that person before you, God. I'm hurt. They did me wrong, God. I asked you to deal with it. And then you let him decide how he's not God. Just when they get on the road in the morning, God, just let the whole truck turn over three times. That's witchcraft. You, you come on now. You already in the spirit of a murder. You got a spirit of vehicular manslaughter. So you have to be really careful because, you know what, bitterness, bitterness will cause you to pray like that. And you won't even know that you're venturing into the demonic realm in prayer. All you know is you hurt, you want God to do something. Get him, God, get him. You know, you just want God to do something, but at the same time, Jesus said, pray for them. He said, don't curse them. Don't do that because you put yourself right there where they are. So no matter how, that's why Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what to do. That's why forgiveness is so important in the body of Christ. He didn't say forgive them because you want to. If you want to be forgiven, you've got to forgive. And then the one who does not forgive is turned over to the tormentor. If you don't forgive the Bible, Jesus turns you, the Lord turns you over to a tormentor. So it's vitally important when we come out of relationships. Because all of us have had, have had an ex. We got somebody from our past. Yeah, yeah. Something ain't worked out with, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? All of us got somebody we've been in relationship with, and it just didn't turn out right. For whatever reason, they're our reason, God's will, who knows. But at the end of the day, you don't want to live your life always looking over your shoulder at what they did and who they with and what they did. You want to get delivered from them. You understand what I'm saying? You want to get delivered. And you want to find yourself praying stuff against them because they ain't with you no more. Amen. You understand? So these, this, this is important. And sometimes, sometimes this can be what blocks our stuff from, yeah, from coming. Yeah. We so used to be just looking at what Leroy is doing, and God got Stanley in front of you. You can't even see Stanley because you're looking at Leroy. You understand what I'm saying? You can't move forward because you're looking backwards. Yeah, so just tell the Lord to bless Leroy. You understand? Lord, save Leroy. Lord, don't let him hurt nobody again like he hurt me, but God. Give him somebody to put up with him because I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Respect people's decision. Whether you agree with it or not. Whether you agree with it or not. Respect their decision. Amen. All right. So psychic prayer is a power by the works of the flesh. It's when you pray in your will and not God's will. Uh, when you're speaking something contrary to God's will, a demon will take that word and work it for you. They're looking for an assignment. Jesus, the Lord asked uh, Satan, where are you going? He said, up and doing the earth, down and down. I want something to do. And so here you are, man, with Leroy. You are, brother, oh, God, I'm hurt. And they were like, yeah, I'll help you. You know what I'm saying? And now you caught up in psychic prayer and got yourself in trouble. All right? So if you curse someone, you will invite a curse into your life as well because life and death is in the power of the tongue. What you speak, you eat. Oh. You've got to eat what you speak. You have to. That's just that's just the law of God. And so that's why Jesus said, Father, forgive them for the night. Even Stephen on his dying bed, forgive them, forgive them. Because he understood, look, they, they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand. Even Jesus said, you don't know. You wouldn't have crucified the Lord of God if you really knew who I was. And so there's some people that the enemy has put in your life to hurt you, and they don't even understand. Like I said yesterday, that was just a setup to get you to your next place. Yes, that's why Jesus told Judas, whatever you do, hurry up. You know, because you're holding me back. I need this act of betrayal to take place so I can go to the next place in God. So I, I can't even be mad. I'm grateful. So, um, Father, in Jesus' name, and I have a prayer. And, again, I apologize um, for the light print. But I had a prayer. Uh, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for so-and-so that he or she would move on with their life. So this is what happens when you break out relationships with people. You know, even if it doesn't end peaceably, find peace in your spirit. That's right. I can't control how Leroy feels about me telling him no, but I'm going to live my life. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for him or her that they would move on with their life. Let them find someone who can love them and help them become a better person. I pray for the next person, because I know they're going to need it. 
don't need it. I pray for the next person in life that you give them the wisdom they need to make that relationship work. Lord, I turn to you for healing from what I had to go through in this relationship. Take away the bitterness and the wounds. Help me move past him or her too, holy in Jesus' name. And that's just a sample prayer I came up with, but make that personal. Whatever your situation, you know what I'm saying? It may be job, maybe church related, maybe whatever. But make it personal. You always want to keep your heart pure. Because I'm telling you, these will be the things that will stop God from doing what he want to do in your life. Okay? So always keep your heart pure. No matter what happens, try to keep your heart pure. So examples of psychic prayers in relationships, like I said earlier, who hasn't had a relationship that went sour? Something happened, praise God. But it, it, what, it, what God is looking at is how we respond to it. Remember, like I said in the school of prayer, it's not the fact that you got tongues that make you mature. It's how you deal with it. And so even in terms of, of relationships that, that go sour, how do you deal with a, a, a broken heart? How do, you, how do you deal with that? Do you get mad? You know, some of these movies now, um, uh, some of my diary of a mad black woman. You put bleach on people's clothes. You burn up their car. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know, caught a case over some nut. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? How do you deal with that? You got to take it to God in prayer. And I don't care if you got to go to God every day. Every time you hear that, y'all favorite song, Lord, here I come again, God, here go that song, Lord. I mean, you know, you have to you have to take it to God in prayer because God wants to heal that heart. He wants to heal that heart. If not, the enemy is going to take that wound. He's going to take that hurt. And he's going to do some damage in your life with it. And it'll affect every other relationship you get involved in. You'll look at everybody the same way Leroy did you. you you'll never trust again. And you'll end up speaking some things that you got no business. Okay? So uh, even in church, uh, which I meant to put a, a prayer here. That's why I love all of that faith. But even, even in church, as leadership, you have to realize when people say they want to go, you got to let them go. You know, whether they heard from God or whether they heard from their flesh. You got to let them go. People come in, oh, the Lord told me to leave. But the Lord ain't say the tithe. He said to come to church on time. I mean, you can get real selective. I mean, you can get selective hearing. Y'all know this stuff. Come on. You ain't hear God on none of that. You ain't hear God stop. God's been in backlighting stuff. People know about it. But God told you to go. And you know what I tell him? God bless you. And I pray. And this, this is what I always say. I say, I pray that you go where the Lord wants you to go. And I pray you finish your ministry. I tell every last one of them that. Brother, and I may know. God said, you know, this is where I ain't told him. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm not gonna put it no way. I'm not gonna. I know God ain't changed your season. No, if you say your season up, your season is up. You understand what I'm saying? And I, I, I've learned enough to release them, love them, praise God, and pray the best for them wherever they at. But you don't ever. Where they at now? What they doing? What church they at? I'm gonna call a pastor, tell them. What, don't do that. You're not healing that area. You gotta get delivered. And there are a lot of which we're getting ready to get into that now. Charismatic witchcraft, where leadership are trying to control and manipulate the people. Don't go to this church. Don't talk to that one. Don't go over there. Uh-uh. We are not Lord over God's heritage. Now, there may be times where I say, you know what? It's not good for you to go over there. You know what I'm saying? But to just isolate everything, just shut everything down. Ain't nobody going up down the street. Y'all come home, come church, that's it. That's manipulation and control. God hates it. So turning now to page number six. Uh, dealing with witchcraft, because like I said, witchcraft, psychic prayers, charismatic witchcraft, manipulation, mind control, these are all the same thing, just different attributes, just different manifestations of it. Um, this is from uh, the, uh, the Deliverance Manual. I meant to bring it. The Deliverance Manual by Gene and Earlene Moody, and I just um, copied and pasted some things. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't agree with a whole lot that they put, but, I, I, you know, you pull out what you can use, praise God. So um, this is called Charismatic Witchcraft. And so this is when, and when it, we use the word charismatic or charisma, it's from the word called, it's from the root word spiritual. 
That's what it means. It means witchcraft being used among spiritual people. So, or charismatic witchcraft. So this is when you have a pastor or a leader, or it can be a member. It doesn't even have to be anybody leadership, just somebody in the church trying to manipulate and trying to control and practice witchcraft on you. Um, they feel like they know what's best for you, and they'll try to force it to happen. See, there's a thin line of leadership and, and overseeing. So it, there's a thin line between that and trying to control somebody's life. Okay? There's a point, uh, you know, even with spiritual mother and spiritual fathering, there's a point to where you, you can't cross over. You cannot cross over. You can't invade nobody's life. You know what I'm saying? You tell them what God says, and they, the choice is theirs to make. So, well, in, in terms of charismatic witchcraft, it's all about domination and control. We tell you what to do. We tell you where to go. We tell you what, and people are literally in churches under charismatic witchcraft. And I'm telling you the truth. I know it to be true. So if you have left the church like that, you're going to need to go to deliverance. Because nine times out of ten, when you walked out of there, they sent a prayer behind you. That was not for your well-being. Okay? Amen. They don't curse your relationships. Can't nobody in the church talk to you. They didn't cut you off. That's how the spirit works. Well, don't nobody in the church talk to them. They sinner. They are sinner. They backslidden. And it just may have been God's move this season. Yes, yes, yes. And so they will. They'll come together. They operate like that while you're there. You can only imagine what they do in your app. So another aspect of Ahab and Jezebel is the charismatic witchcraft. All of that works together, leadership in the church, operating in spirits of manipulation, um, uh, mind domination and control. Uh, Witchcraft is is trying to control others for some type of personal gain. They're trying to control you either for money or they just want the people or for whatever their sick reason is, they just want to control you. Some people in leadership have low self-esteem. They have rejection issues, and so they can't handle you talking to another bitch. They take it personal. I mean, you know, they they literally, oh, oh, oh. it's, it's, it's them. It's something within them, and they just can't handle it. They can, yeah, it's, it's very true. It's, you know, they, they cannot handle it. Um, jealousy among leadership. Oh, she over her house. She, it's crazy. All right? So a lot can be talked about this subject, but they are, the demons are associated with controlling somebody else. And you cannot speak and cause something like this to happen in somebody else's life and not expect that thing to come back and knock on your door. You cannot expect to mishandle and mistreat God's people. He said, touch not my anointed. And now we take that question to prior heard prophet. He's talking about the prophet. No, anybody with the anointing, anybody here feel is God's anointing. Yes, there's different degrees and different levels and different responsibilities. But if you save and you belong to God, you are God's anointing. He said, don't touch them. He's an hour proof king. Now, when God's hour proof king, he's talking about leaders. Okay, so even you may be the bishop or you may be the apostle, you may be the prophet, if you mishandle some of God's people, God will deal with you. So we have to be, you cannot control people. You cannot control people's life. You cannot tell them who to marry and who to divorce. And one church, I had one lady in, oh, my, y'all should see some of the people I counsel my Jesus Christ. One pastor told a man when he can have relations with his wife and what they could do, and I, I said, the blood of Jesus. I said, you tell your pastor to get out your bedroom. Just, some of the stuff I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's straight up wicked. It's straight up wicked. But this is it's happening in the body of Christ. So we have to be very careful. Oh, my God, some things, it breaks my heart, I'm telling you. Sometimes I, did, I get up the phone, I just cry. It's hurtful. Anyway, what is witchcraft practiced by Christians? Um, charismatic witchcraft. This is middle of page six. Uh, witchcraft. The way we know it, okay? You most times when you hear witchcraft, you're thinking of a, uh, a witch dressed in black on the broom. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how we kind of grew up. 
But that's not what a witch is. A witch can come and heels in a nice wig and, and praise God and turn your life upside down. <laughs> enchantment. And enchantment is soothsaying, telling you everything you want to know, just entice you and bring you in. That's what soothe, enchantment is soothsaying, uh, praise God, using charms and spells and so forth, bringing you food, bringing you gifts. Don't quit taking stuff from everybody. Quit taking gifts from everybody. Fastening you, flattery. That's how the spirit, it, it, it pulls you in. It pulls you and uses flattery, charm, captivating, allurement. It's just to draw you in and to control you. Okay? So God will anoint, and, and here he was talking about, you know, financial gain. Uh, God will anoint uh, uh, and provide for ministers to do his work here. Um, you know, God will do that. But you don't have the right to demand nothing from the people. If God don't put it in there, even when it comes to tithes and offering, you can't even use witchcraft. Well, if y'all don't tithe, you'll call and break out the way home. <laughs> You cannot do that. Whether they obey God in times or not, that's between them and the Lord. You have to trust God to take care of that house. You got to trust God to take care of your, your family. You cannot use manipulation all these minds. Uh, times. A lot of churches work in witchcraft and manipulation. I, I heard the Lord say somebody sold $100. I didn't tell you to sold no $100. Ain't nobody got no $100. Are you understand what I'm saying? Y'all understand what I'm saying? Get on my nerves. Take a five off. Five, I heard the Lord say one more offer. Yeah. <laughs> and you ain't reach our limits. We ain't gonna never reach the limit. We don't even work at the limit. <laughs> and I tell you this too, here too. Here's what a lot of them here's, let me tell you, let me tell y'all something. Here's what a lot of churches right oftentimes don't understand what God said about offering. God will never receive a trespass offer. Uh, not a trespass, but um oh God, what's the word? What's the word start with a T? Yeah, uh, um, mm. Oh, it's bring it to me. What's that word? A uh, not trespass. One is the first offering. But there's another offering, uh, um, guilt offering. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you don't give it right the first time, you miss it. Yes. So literally, when you, not less, you say, okay, now we're going to have the first offering for the widows, the second offering. Now that's different when it's a prescribed formula, you know. But when you come up, come on, we going around again, don't you know you don't get a blessing for that going around again? Because it was a purpose in your heart? It was a guilt offering? God don't receive guilt offering? When I say a guilt, I mean by you standing up and they done beat you down. You know we got the bill, too. Yeah. And you know the work to it. And you know we got to go to the nation. But come on, y'all. You be like, ah, here's $20. And you do it not out of your heart. You do it because you feel guilty. Yeah. And you did not give that of a free will. There's no blessing attached to that. So that's why you don't, you probably never seen, only time true love do a second offering is if we have a need, somebody we want to help somebody. But most times we do one offering. If you don't give it right, then that's between you and God. Find us after the church or send it online or something, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do no guilt offerings here because you won't you won't get blessed for it. Okay, so so you you'll find that a lot of manipulation and in, in, in witchcraft takes place over the offering because they, they want that money they want that gain. Okay, so it's very easy, especially and we talked about this earlier where um, people don't know you know people come from different backgrounds may not have been taught so it's very easy now to beguile people you know when you don't know the word right. When you don't understand how the scriptures work and what the scripture says, it's very easy to beguile people who don't know the Holy Scripture. That's why the Bible says study and show yourself approved so that when these things happen, you're like, oh, that's what the word says. Or that ain't how, you know, how it's supposed to be done. You'll know that for yourself. But if you don't know, you'll get sucked right into the system. And they control you like somebody's puppet. Page seven. All right? Uh, and, and this is not my writing. This is um, Moody writing, Okay. Um, so we have seen this pattern through our years as, as he's talking about his own experiences. He ministered to people who came out of churches and religious organizations. 
that came, they had to come out from under the control of that leader or that organization. And he said it was amazing to watch that leader work witchcraft on his flock to deliberately control them. All right? Um, he says that uh, we have seen this pattern in a congregation with leaders who try to exercise witchcraft even over them. Sometimes you go to people's church and they try to put you up on their spell. Sit right here. Dude. No, I ain't doing nothing. Are you know what I'm saying? No, no. <laughs> I've had that happen. They try to suck you on in. But they got a fossil, though. They got a <laughs> got you. I can't believe that happened. I said, yeah, yeah. But I said, uh-uh. I said, I ain't moving. Uh-uh. Nobody been up praising me. Don't lay hands on me. Come on, get prayer. I'm good. I'm good. But uh, it, it, it's real. It's real, y'all. It's real. Um, you know, he talked about how, this is the what, like fifth paragraph down, he said the leaders lose demons on the people in the congregation and sent demons after the people that had left. And that's what psychic prayer does. It sends spirits. It sends spirits against people's health. It sends spirits against their finances, against their relationships, because they want to try to control. What they want to do is cause that person to think, man, my life was real good when I was still with her or with him. That's the bottom line. They want you to think, man, I was doing really good as long as I was over there with them, so I guess I'll go back. Not realizing that was a psychic prayer and demon sent to harass them to try to influence their decision. Um, so um, when the people left this church, and this is some example he's given, he said they felt that God did not love them. Remember even David said, David said, he said, I don't have nobody to deliver me. That's the effect on them. And I've met people like that. They come out of religious and controlling churches to where they, they just feel so neglected, they feel so abandoned. I mean, those spirits and demons have to beat them up so bad, they feel like they just, just like God don't love me, God changed his mind. And you have to, especially a lot of them that God was sitting here, some that I have ministered to, they just they feel like they have just failed God. They hadn't done nothing wrong. But those spirits will make them think, oh, when you leave, you're going to die. If you leave here, you're going to backslide. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. And so you'll find yourself ministering to people like that, and you have to assure them, listen, you, you are the beloved of the Lord. God loves you. You know, God is bringing you out of that uh, relationship, and you may even have to do deliverance. You may have to minister deliverance to that person and break those soul ties, break the spirit of control from that leader over that other person. All right? Um, so let's see. The last, next to the last paragraph on page 7 says, how can these curses follow leaders, followers in other churches? And this is a scripture that I want to give you earlier, Proverbs 26.2. As a bird by wandering and as a swallowing by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. And this is why there are curses on people in church that are shouting and speaking in tongues. There are curses on them because of the way they mishandle the flock of God. God is visiting. He said judgment begins in my house. And so God will visit them. The curse will fall on the people. Now, listen, because God, he'll wake your mind up to some stuff. And then you got a choice, you know? <laughs> You gotta it's like when I was talking about um, yesterday when, God, when Moses came back and said, hey, I'm going to get relieved of out of here. Now, you got a choice that you can come with or you can stay, but don't say God didn't tell you. And so even in cases, you may be in a relationship or you may be in a situation, and the Lord lets you know, this is witchcraft. You under, this is, this is, this is, they're, they're playing with you. They're, they're trying to manipulate your soul. You got a choice. You can either stay there and say, well, you know what, I ain't going to leave because I saw what happened to everybody else go, so I'll just stay here, and you'll shut your destiny down for fear of somebody praying a prayer when you got the power of Jesus Christ yes. to bind and loose. Uh-uh, and Jesus, I break and loose myself. I will walk in my destiny. I will fulfill my ministry. 
I will oh, fulfill every word God spoken over me in the yes. name of Jesus. I will not be bound. I will not be a puppet to man. Matter of fact, the word of God said the fear of man is a snake. I will not be caught up by man's snake. Now, I respect authority, but you will not. You tell me when to have relations with my husband. You won't tell me how to raise my kids. You and the time will do my income tax refund. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? You will not hurt my husband. God gave me common sense. I plan to use it. So this is going to, um, uh, before we close out the children, for those that are joining us online, I do want to pray a, um, a prayer or give you an example um, of a prayer to, uh, to break these, um, break the psychic prayer, break the curse of a psychic prayer in the name of Jesus. So as I pray, just pray along with me. Pray along with me and um Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you tonight, God, to give you glory, to give you honor, and to give you praise. Father, to bless you for another day that you have made, to thank you for life, health, and for strength, to thank you, Lord God, for a mind to call upon your name, and to thank you, Father, for an opportunity to rightly divide your word, God, for in your word, God, is the perfect law of liberty, and we find that, God, who the Son of Man set free is free indeed. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we identify every form of psychic prayer, God, that has been released against us, God, spoken against our marriages, spoken against our destinies, even those that are not married, God, prayers that have come against even the prospect of marriage. God, every time we meet somebody, something ends up going wrong. In the name of Jesus, Father, we break and loose ourselves, God, from every ex, every past relationship, every past lover, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, we break and loose ourselves from every form of witchcraft prayer, spoken against our finances, God, causing us to lose our jobs before time, causing us to lose hours on the job, Lord, causing problems on the job, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we recognize where the devil's seat is, God, and we come against it right now. God, every psychic attack against our health, God, oh God, causing conditions, oh God, God, causing infirmities, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we break and loose ourselves right now, God, we declare healing, restoration, God, God, over every area of our life, God. Father, right now, we ask you, you said in your word that vengeance is mine, and that you will repay, says the Lord. So, God, we don't curse those who hurt us, but we lift them up before you right now. God, one by one, name by name, God, you know them all, God. Even if it happened 10 years ago, and we're still living under the effect, God, of a prayer prayed, God, against us 10 years ago, we go into the realm of the Spirit, and we cast it down right now. In the name of Jesus, we declare, Lord God, we will not live under the power of a psychic prayer. We will not live under the power of a witchcraft curse. We will not live under the power of mind control. We will not live under the power of Jezebel nor Ahab. We will not live under the power of charismatic witchcraft. In the name of Jesus, you have given us a free will, God. You said choose you this day who you will serve. We choose you, God, in the name of Jesus. So we break and loose ourselves, oh God, from every ungodly soul tie. Put the sword, God, to the root, God, and cut it asunder in the name of Jesus. Oh God, every spirit, every night terror, Sit to our bedrooms. We come against it now. We plead the blood on our bedrooms now. Our windows. Every astral projection spirit. Oh, God, every incubus and succubus spirit that come to manipulate. Oh, God, our sexual organs at night. We come against it now in the name of Jesus. 
Host your angels, God. You said you would have your angels about those that fear you, Lord. We receive angelic protection, God. We receive a hedge of firewall, God. In the name of Jesus, that the wicked one touch us not. We will dwell under the shadow of the Almighty God. In the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we pray for every former pastor, every former leader, every former employer, every former lover, God, every ex. Oh, God, divorce a baby mama or baby daddy in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we ask that you save them. We ask that you deliver. We ask that you set their minds free. Teach them how to pray. Teach them how to live. Teach them how to love. Teach them your word in the name of Jesus. My God, bless their families with salvation. Raise up somebody to teach them the truth in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, we receive our freedom, God. We receive our freedom, God. For every witchcraft curse, God, we will not be brought under the power of any. In the name of Jesus, every man, every woman that desire us sexually, we come against it now. In the name of Jesus, we for every design of our spirit, every influence on our soul, we break it now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, if we, Lord God, have prayed any prayer, oh, God, that was not according to your will, if we've done it in ignorance or if we've done it in the bitterness of our soul, we ask you tonight to forgive us. We retract every word. We take it back, God. We, Lord God, render that word null and void. We cancel that prayer. We cancel that assignment. And instead of a curse, God, we send a blessing in its place. In the name of Jesus, Father, forgive us, God. Wash us, Lord God. Oh, God, cleanse us, Lord, and make us whole, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, God, there's been anything, Lord, withheld from us, God, because of that thing, we ask it to be released even now. And, Father, we praise you, Lord. We give your name the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Every form of church, God, is still got our name on their roster, Lord. Even though we ask to be released, Lord, they that say they say they refuse to release us, God. Oh, God, we remove our names in the realm of the spirit off of their rosters now. We take our name off the altar of every witch right now. We take our relationship off the altar of every witch now. We take our finances off the altar of every witch now, God, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, we plead the blood over our pictures, God. Lord, don't let nobody download our pictures without our permission, Lord God. And speak it all kind of evil over our pictures in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for your protection, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You say you can't curse what God is blessed. Hallelujah. We receive blessings now, Lord. For every curse that was spoken over our life, God, replace it with a blessing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you tonight. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Before we get ready to close, anybody have any comments or or maybe you need more prayer, you need hands laid on, we want to make that available to you. If you feel like, amen, there's still some things going on and you need us to really uh, uh, press in and, and, and agree with you on some things, we want to do that. Hallelujah. God wants us to be free and whole. Amen. David said, he said, restore my fragmented soul. Thank you, Jesus. When you've been psyche prayed against, your soul is fragmented all over the place. You can't make intelligent decisions. But in the name of Jesus, we receive a soundness of mind. Hallelujah. Soundness of spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Oh, God, to get a restore a relationship of everything you love. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.